Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. This is March 15th. Happy Hump Day, Camel Day to those people who work five days, Monday through Friday, such as myself and my, my one job. So I hope it's a good halfway through the week. I can't believe tomorrow's Friday Eve, also known as Thursday, uh, colloquially, but uh, up until uh, someone changes my mind, it's always going to be Friday Eve. But wherever you are, and in whatever method you will be using to listen to this, I appreciate it. Whether that's on our hosting platform, SoundCloud, shout out to them, our YouTube channel, or you're coming to this from Apple or uh, Google Podcasts, I just really appreciate your listenership. Also on Spotify and really wherever you get your podcasts. Um, continue to send any emails or feedback to wsnspodcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on our Facebook page where all this stuff and updates are posted. So we're in the midst of Lent here. Uh, we have just over three weeks left, technically, um, until uh, Lent on the uh, Lent concludes uh, on Good Friday on April seventh. And one of the things that I have found, I, I found this in my daily readings. It, it's amazing what Scripture can do uh, when you just read it, but in repetition. Uh, I've said it before that. You know, for me, I, I try to make it a goal uh, to read uh, a passage uh, that is from the wisdom literature, that's Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Lamentations, and then a psalm, new, uh, gospel, uh, any other uh, pastoral epistles or, or Pauline letters. And then in addition to, I'll go back through the Pentateuch again, the first five books, and then a major or minor prophet. So I'll read a chapter a day. I'm reading six to seven chapters a day in my daily reading. Uh, and that gets me through the Bible about two and a half times a year. And it's amazing how much that can do. I really don't do a whole lot of reading of other books. I really don't. Um, maybe it's me taking the end of Ecclesiastes uh, 12, uh, literally, when it says this, uh, the conclusion uh, of, of the matter. Uh, that's what it comes down to. Um, and it says... The words of wise men are like goads, and masters of these collections are like well-driven nails. They are given by one shepherd, capital S. But beyond this, my son, be warned. The writing of many books is endless, and excessive devotion to books is wearying to the body. Uh, and then it goes on to say, The conclusion when all has been heard is, Fear God and keep his commandments, because this applies to every person. For God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil. And I just don't do a whole lot of reading outside of Scripture. I really don't. And, uh, you know, I was talking about, uh, I talked about Lent at the beginning of, of this journey with my church, and I mentioned it on here, of like, whether we're adding something to our lives or taking something away, it's important that we bring an offering that is worthy, that's a worthy sacrifice, which is yourself. You know, we offer our bodies as a holy, pleasing sacrifice. You know, that's what Romans uh, chapter 12 um, says, is that, this is one of the most fundamental things that we can devote ourselves. It says, therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Like, oh, so we offer ourselves. Well, then, then how, in what way are we offering ourselves? That, that comes down to praxis, or that's the, that is the understanding of how do I live out the teachings? How do I live that out in my daily life? Well, this is this is something that I, I've been I was asked I asked a few weeks ago is how bad do you want it? How bad do you want whatever it is for God to happen to, to do in your life? And 
that's something that you know I you start out going like I really want to lose weight or I really want to read more uh, of the Bible. I I want to um, learn. I want to want I want to pray about this financial decision I have to make. And we we stay in there for about a week and then we become discouraged because we just can't quite make it a habit. Well, um, I, I trust why I try to make my prayer life daily that I'm at least praying for it. You know, in the min- in the morning and at night. Uh, if I'm not consciously thinking about it throughout the day. But I but I talked about this, and it's not a groundbreaking thing. And I, Now, mind you, since I started my new devotional journey a few years ago, I have read, read Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes, upwards of 50 times, 50 to 60 times. It's my favorite book in the Bible. And yet I just didn't realize, that, you know, after I asked, you know, my church, how bad do you want it? This is what I read. This is Ecclesiastes chapter 5. It says, guard your steps as you go to the house of God, and draw near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools. Okay. For they do not know what they are that they are doing evil. Do not be hasty in word or impulsive in thought to bring up a matter in the presence of God. For God is in heaven and you are on the earth. Therefore, let your words be few. For the dream comes through much effort and the voice of a fool through many words. Verse 3. For the dream comes through much effort. So how badly do you want it? That, that dream that you have for that, that understanding, how, how bad do you want it? Because the voice of a fool through many words, I, I just try, you know, I say, I say, I say all these things, but I don't do anything. Well, guard your steps as you go to the house of God and draw near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools. What type of sacrifice do foolish people bring? They don't even know that they're doing evil, but in a way they, they, they mock God and they make him out to be uh, somebody who's not worthy of their worship and other sacrifices. Well, for me, it's like well, when you when you hear about people, and I, I told my congregation that I'd throw the Bible at them if they they're just going to give up chocolate. Like, oh my gosh, Jesus came down, and we commemorate his coming down during Lent, and what he did was go to the cross for us. So our um, our response to that is to give up chocolate. Hmm. After we just read what our holy and pleasing sacrifice to God is ourselves. Now, part of that, I mean, it, chocolate, for example, that's the, that's like one of the most common things you hear growing up. You're giving up sweets or something. That might be something you might need to give up because it might be an idol for you. It might, you might do whatever that is, whatever the equivalent of chocolate is. It might be a, a food item. It might be your diet. It might be an activity, a hobby that you love, but is dominating your life. And you can't think about anything else but it. What about something else? Maybe it's a relationship that you ought not to be in. It's anything that takes you away from your worship and understanding with God. It's anything that takes you away from those things. So, that is my point here. Is that if we are going to, we have to guard your steps. Because if you're going to go to the house of God, that's a holy and pleasing thing. And your whole idea is to bring that offering because you're thinking about this as the Old Testament and the way that they used to understand offerings is that that was the way you made yourself right with God. Of course, houses of worship have nothing to do with that anymore. Houses of worship in this country uh, mainly have to deal with uh, making us feel good. It's usually about us, not really about worshiping God and bringing our sacrifice. Well, especially during Lent, if we're just giving up something superfluous, something that doesn't really matter that much, then... At least Ecclesiastes here, the biblical writers, 
are, are saying that we're participating in evil even if we don't know it. Man, that's kind of harsh. So these are some things I just want us to be thinking about because it's unfortunate these aren't taught. And when I asked, you know, do you want it? Like it might sound profound, at least in my head, but I'm just repeating the Bible. Because anything that can be, how wise can something be if it's not found in Scripture? Let me, let me go out on a limb and just flat out ask that question. Do you think God would have let us, if this is the inspired word of God, these 66 books that we put together, we have that faith, we have that understanding as Christians, do we believe that he would have just completely left out a massive piece of insight into life? I don't think so. But that, I mean, that's how that's what I believe the Bible to be. And that's why even Ecclesiastes itself says, hey, don't, don't be so um, uh, fulfilled with books. Don't, don't, because the, the idea of knowledge is endless. It doesn't mean that you can't read books. It doesn't, it's not saying that gathering knowledge outside of that. I mean, I use commentaries to help me interpret scripture, but it's usually stuff that's it's either about the Bible or it's written about the Bible. I very rarely uh, read fiction. And if I do, it's something I must be very much interested in. But we got to keep these things in perspective because we could end up relying upon ourselves. And instead of going to the Word of God first, we go to this other book and its other source. And you take that same attitude and we plug it into the rest of our life, we're not going to offer a worthy and holy, pleasing sacrifice to God. It's not going to It's not going to do anything because it's about us. Maybe what I feel like I could give up versus what God is asking me to. So these are just some questions I, I want to ask. I think I think it's incredibly important that we as Christians do that. So this is kind of like a, a check-in. This is a check-in point for Lent. What type of sacrifice are you bringing? Is it a worthy sacrifice? Are, are, we, are we offering ourselves in that manner? And also, how bad do you want this thing? Because I've seen people move heaven and earth when they want to get something done, especially something they want that affects them. They'll move heaven and earth to get it done. How badly do you want to take that next step spiritually? Well, it starts with bringing a worthy sacrifice. These are just some thoughts. Thanks for hanging out with me this evening. May God bless you. May God keep you.